welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello. With me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you this week? I'm doing great. I actually just went and had a little snack in preparation for the show. So I am ready to go. Well, today is one of those shows. So if you are listening right now and you are hungry, pause. Pause the episode because today we uh, are going to talk a lot about food. Last week, you know, we talked about the new Pixar Place Hotel out in California. And today, as promised, is all about the dining options at that location. And let's just say it is a highlight all about bacon today. Oh, my goodness. It's like you sat down and were like, how can we make a non-hungry man hungry again? Bacon, bacon, bacon. All right. Listen, give us an overview because I'm excited to hear about it. We talk so much about the dining options in California because there's such close proximity to so many different things. So we don't really get to talk about specific California dining options at a hotel like this often. I'm excited that you wanted to do it. I did because I will be honest, it wasn't going to be a whole episode. I went to the very first sit down meal there and oh my God, the food was incredible. So we made it an episode. They've got three food options. One is a sit-down where they claim to be an all-day brunch. Mm. One is kind of a little coffee shop that we'll talk about. The coffee shop is a real big thing out in Disneyland. We don't see that in Walt Disney World. And the last one is going to be a unique twist on a quick service that is not quite open yet, but will be shortly. And I think one of the reasons, as you said, that Disneyland is so different We've talked before, not only is it plopped in the middle of the city, so you can walk to McDonald's, walk to Panera, walk to Denny's all in, you know, six or eight minutes. But out there, it's still downtown Disney. It is not Disney Springs. And the downtown Disney restaurants, you can order online and have it delivered to the resort. Wow. Okay. So it is why there are more limited dining options in the resort itself. I think it may also have been part of Disney's plan. Again, when you think about Walt Disney World and that big Disney bubble that we always talk about and the luxury of space, compare it to Disneyland, where space is a premium. And they don't have as many resort guests. And they have lots of options outside of the resort. Square footage is a premium, and I think they have just enough to make it work, but they don't go over the top. Okay, so let's let's start with the sit-down restaurant then, because, you know, I think it's important that we we give folks this this breakdown. I'm already intrigued by the all-day brunch. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. It already has me intrigued. So talk to me about the sit-down. It's called Great Maple. And again, we've talked in other episodes that not all Disney restaurants are Disney owned. Great Maple is not owned by Disney. That doesn't take away from it being in the resort or your ability to room charge. It's just an outside operator. And I think we may see a lot more of Great Maple in the future because this is their fourth location. They are all in California. But again, when I tell you about this menu, they're a hit. So I see them really expanding. Keep your eye out for more places. Um, They are open 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. 
Then they take a little break and then they're open five to nine for dinner. And notice again that 9 p.m. closing. So don't count on fireworks and coming back to eat. That's not going to happen. Right. And that's walk through downtown Disney and grab some food there if you're coming out late because short of picking up prepackaged cookies or candy in story, a little spin on Wally, all of the dining is going to be closed after fireworks or world of color. But let's get back to Great Maple. And one of the things that they're really known for is their coffee. Mm. It's called a brew bear because it is served in a glass teddy bear mug. Okay. <laughs> and that bear is a take-home souvenir. Cool. Handcrafted hot and cold brews, salted caramel, cinnamon toast, Mexican mocha. They are just incredible and super popular. Probably every other table had one while I was there. And it didn't matter if it was breakfast or dinner time. I saw plenty of those bears coming out. Well, and as a not a coffee person, I can tell you everything you just described there has me very interested because <laughs> I am a coffee person, cold brew, hot coffee, everything. So that sounds like a really cool item. I would definitely order that. Doesn't matter what time of day. You know, I think that's part of the key behind this place. Their menu isn't huge. I won't say that everything on the menu jumped out at me like, oh, I've got to try that. However, sitting in the restaurant for five minutes, I'm always one of those people that's kind of stalking the tray as they deliver to the tables around me. I'm sure. a very visual eater. Yeah. And even things I wasn't sure that I really wanted to try – as I watched it come past, I could have sat there for hours and had one of everything. Uh -huh. um, I will say I did for breakfast take one for the team. They wanted to know who else was joining me because I wanted <laughs> to make sure that I tried a lot of options. Because part of their thing is also a combination of not only unique presentation, but kind of a twist on some popular items. So... One of the breakfast items I had was called Pancake Pops, and they refer to it as their take of pigs in a blanket. Okay. So picture a corn dog. Right. Except, so that's your visual. Right. But the inside is a sausage link. Okay. And the wrap on it is a sweet pancake. Not only does the best I would love to have had the sweet pancakes on their own, they were phenomenal, but then it comes with dipping sauce of <laughs> maple syrup, salted caramel, and of course, how could you have that without whipped cream? Of course. <laughs> so pancake pops, <laughs> 10 out of 10. Yeah, it sounds great. French toast logs. It's a Thick brioche bread, warm maple syrup, fresh berries. Again, really thick logs, and they make it into like a little log cabin. So phenomenal presentation, great option. Well, and I think based on what you're saying here between the the mug for the, the coffee and everything else you just said, like we're getting, even though it's not Disney-owned, as you said, we're getting a significant theme here to the entire thing, which is storytelling, and that's quintessential Disney. Most definitely. And that uniqueness. 
Um, chicken and waffles, super popular breakfast. Sure. Not here. This one is chicken and donuts. Oh, 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 oh man. <laughs> and, and I'm going to talk about that donut for a minute. Sure. Their year-round staple donut is a maple bacon donut. Oh, my gosh. So nice, large, doughy donut, maple frosting covered in little bits of bacon. Oof. Absolutely to die for. Oof. All right. Well, listen, before we go all in on dessert, because <laughs> I do want to go all in on dessert, you mentioned that it, it is all day brunch. So we've gotten a, a couple of breakfast, really, options that you've mentioned there. Where do we transition into some maybe the not breakfast part of brunch? Is there anything that was on the menu that you really thought was great that was not necessarily breakfast? I went back for dinner. Oh, okay, you know, good. Have to have to give it a fair shot. Sure. And I went more with their dinner type menu. Um, I had their great maple BLT. So again, we've got that thick cut smoked maple bacon. Mm. Lettuce, tomato, a phenomenal aioli. I have never seen so much bacon on a BLT in my life. Oh, it sounds terrible. <laughs> it, it was. You know, I had to, I did literally have to take some of the bacon off because it was so thick. So, you know, definitely divide that into two sandwiches. Amazing. And I will say that a lot of their sandwiches, you know how I feel about this, come with truffle fries. Sure. Definitely better than the review on those truffle fries at summer house yeah um but again a fun menu for example they do a baby back rib but it is a slow roasted soda pop rib huh something to really be a little bit unique they're also known for their white cheddar biscuit i did have to order a biscuit even though it wasn't on my meal and i will say they are super accommodating with the menu you can basically order any side, any anything as a standalone. It reminded me a little bit of those kind of red lobster biscuits that sure. we've all come to love, sure. but not quite as buttery, and I'm all for the butter. Um, <laughs> if you're looking for something a little more healthy, they've got a grilled chicken bowl, which is cauliflower, shaved Brussels sprouts, hummus, avocado, and obviously some chicken in there for that bit of protein. Well, unless so, you're unless you're dining with you, and then you can just take some of the leftover bacon and throw that on the salad as well. Because there you go, that definitely <laughs> works. But it um, sounds like a got, lot of options. Good, you know, so many good things. Like I said, it was really, really hard to limit myself to what I was going to eat. Well, let's and yeah, go ahead. I had that same dilemma at dessert. Yeah, I was going to say, let's get to dessert. <laughs> again, their menu reads. The famous maple bacon donut, three donuts with their signature glaze. Oh, man. And I'm like, okay, I can't eat three donuts. And I wanted their seasonal donuts. So, you know, I definitely can't eat six donuts. Not with that attitude, you can't, of course. Um, no, not with that attitude. <laughs> I will also say I I'm torn on the price of the donuts. They're... $18 for three. Again, I was very grateful. She said, well, you could just order one. So it was one donut for $6. That's a lot. You know, uh, again, taking one for the team. I did some donut research. Isn't that what everybody wants to do? Yes. And so I looked up two other donut places that I've talked about on the show in the past. 
Everglaze at Disney Springs in Orlando. Right. The donuts are four ninety five for the plain and simple, and there was nothing plain and simple about this. <laughs> to six fifty for their top donuts. Right. So this was a top donut. Sure. Voodoo Donuts over at City Walk. Obviously, that's not where Voodoo began, but it's where we know it best from. Is twelve ninety five for a half dozen. So those are more about two and a quarter a donut. Right. But I will say that most of theirs are about unique shape, not about all the toppings like these. Okay. So as as much as $6 for a donut, I think is a little bit of more than I'd love to spend. Um, Listen, it was amazing. They are huge donuts. So I suggest go for a maple donut, go for a seasonal donut. You could either cut it in half or in quarters and share very easily. You're speaking my family's language right now. (laughs) That's good. The seasonal donut, shout out to all of our Girl Scouts, a Samoa donut. Oh, cool. Really, really good. Very fun. I did kind of cut myself off on desserts. I was going to have dessert with dinner. I had those donuts with that breakfast. Yeah. I could not possibly eat another thing with dinner, but I will say they make a lemon beignet that I saw come out, looked phenomenal. The people I stopped and talked to all loved it. And then they do some specialty things. So I was there as they were celebrating Chinese New Year. I got their Chinese New Year donuts, which were very different. They were more like a munchkin with a special Chinese Um, flavoring to them served in a little Chinese food container like that you'd get a quart of rice in Yeah, served with chopsticks and then again as you mentioned earlier that art of storytelling if you know anything about Chinese New Year it's all about that red envelope and the little prize in the envelope so my donuts came with a red envelope for a coupon for a free donut how, nice. How long did you go there? <laughs> nice. Love it. <laughs> um, so you won't be disappointed with Great Maple. They do take reservations. I will say besides prime dinner time, like 530 to 630, walk up was very easy to do. They also, if you're there just as adults, they do have a large bar in the middle of the restaurant and you can order full dinners or breakfast to the bar area. But I think, and that was one thing I was going to ask you about too, you know, you're mentioning it closes at nine. So even, even bar service closes at nine when you get back from, it does. okay. So that don't expect to come back and get a, get a drink there either. When, when the fireworks, not at all locked up tight shortly after they will stop seating at nine, but you don't have to be finished eating at nine. Got it. Okay. Wow, that was a lot, and it was awesome. <laughs> if that doesn't get me out to the West Coast, you know, maybe nothing will. Um, but let's segue over to the quick service option because you mentioned that as well. So, as I said, one of the big things in Disneyland is that they have what they call like a coffee shop in their resorts. Again, you don't find the traditional full quick service menu or a quick service restaurant like you would in Walt Disney World. There's just not the same need for it. So the Sketchpad Cafe, very cutely named, sure, is their coffee shop. It does all kinds of regular coffee, flavored coffees, and espresso. At the moment, 
it is only open 6 a.m. to 11 a.m., but when you look on their website, it does say breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'm really not sure if they're expanding the hours or some of the to-go options you could save for later, throw upstairs in your refrigerator in your hotel room. Right. So a little bit of different opportunity. A great quick breakfast and honestly, very reasonably priced. Avocado toast for $8, egg fritter for $8. I had the brownie. I was choosing between this phenomenal looking brownie and a croissant. And she said to me, you definitely want the brownie and you want to let me warm it for you. <laughs> this nice big round brownie with chocolate chips on top. And then once it's warmed, they streusel caramel sauce on the top. Yeah. Definitely a to die for item. So not a rookie cast member, not a rookie consumer. Not either. a rookie <laughs> cast member, not your average rookie breakfast. If you prefer, they have really cute jars with overnight, overnight oats or fruit cup. But let's be honest, this is vacation. Sure. Go for the caramel brownie. The croissants were great. They have a banana bread. Again, they encourage you to get that warmed up. And then they have a couple of kind of to-go items like pizza bagels. Oh. And I'm like, it's 9 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> um, so I do think we'll see them expand. If not, you know, it's a great area after checkout because my flight wasn't until much later in the day. It is an open area. I was able to sit in there and work. They also have um, a TV running with kids programs and – little chairs in front of it. So it's a good spot if you need to escape for a little bit when they're not actually open serving food just to find a quiet and easy spot to sit in the lobby. All right, so that's Sketchpad. And then there was more of a traditional quick service as we've known through Walt Disney World that you have there as well. Um, I wouldn't quite go that far because again, nothing has the size and scope of the Walt Disney World quick services. Right. You know, if you're picturing a value or a moderate resort at Walt Disney World in your head and seeing that quick service, their quick services here are about 10 to 15 percent of the size. OK. Quick Bites is their newest one. It actually is not quite open yet. It'll be opening shortly. And again, one of the big differences is this one is poolside. So right. certainly nothing stops you from going out to the pool and the pool is very easily accessible from the main building. Um, the resort itself is kind of built into the side of the roadway and the way that they've got the parking deck with the pool on top. My room was on deck three, which is actually the outdoor pool level. Quick Bites is everything from salads, sandwiches, nachos, chicken fingers, and just potato chips and drinks. Um, some of it is a little on the more expensive side, but again, this is California, so it's what price point we're used to. Even if you're from the Northeast, like Jeff and I, you know, just going to Panera there, you see the prices at a Panera and a McDonald's even more. So Quick Bites, most of the things run from 11 to $24. They also had some great vegan and gluten-free options. So this one is really going to kind of tie it all together once it's open. Well, we told everybody that they should not have listened when they were hungry. So we're coming to the end of the program. You gave us a ton of information about the dining here, which was awesome. Anything else you want to share tonight before we say goodbye? 
definitely give it a try again. So many great things on the menu. And I think in Disneyland, because of the close proximity of everything, I find that I eat my resort substantially less than I do in Walt Disney World. But these are some great new options. So be sure to check them out. Well, I appreciate you taking the flight out there, experiencing everything this resort had to offer, sharing it between two shows. Have a great week. You as well. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please share on your Facebook and Instagram for other Disney fans to enjoy. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories. <laughs>